0: Welcome, everyone, to episode 5 2 of Retro Encounter. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Curry. We're here to talk about Terranigma, and with me is a great cast. We have Jess DeWu.
1: Hi.
0: Davey Tesnovic.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm here to talk about the Terranono.
3: And Peter <laughs> <Tresenberg>. <laughs> Tara, No Terranono?
1: <laughs>
3: what does that even mean? Terra, yes, yes.
1: Okay, we've got a controversy already. I just wanted
2: to
0: Yeah. We, we,
2: yeah.
0: You guys are just supposed to say, "Hey, what's up?" You didn't have to start, start <laughs> off with a controversy of what the what the name is. To start <laughs> off with. Come on, guys. Uh, so, yeah, as Dave ne- Davey Davy pronounced correctly, we're here to talk about Terra Enigma. Um I think this will be I think this is going to be an interesting podcast. I think I feel like as I've asked, a lot of times, the second podcast has been very, very strong feelings, either positively or negatively. Um, I feel like th- um, this time we're actually leaning towards a little bit, just kind of in the middle. So it'll be much to see where all this goes. Uh, personally, for me, I'm actually, I think the most excited about the game out of everybody. Um, I've actually been really enjoying it. Uh, what about you, Peter?
3: I've, I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying it. I'm, I'm having. I'm having s- some minor. Issues with it that we'll get into later on, but I think. But for for the for the most for the most part, I'm pretty positive on it. What about you,
0: Davy? No, no.
2: Uh, I'm feeling really good about it right now. There was I had a hump with it that I kind of struggled to get through, but uh, the area we left off in, like I'm really into what's going on right now, so I'm into it.
0: Yeah, I, I guess we should say where we ended off with, right? Um, so we played through the end of chapter two, and then we just played the first section with kind of the zombie land, uh, in chapter three.
2: The zombie land, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zombies.
0: Um, what about you, Jesse?
1: I, I appreciate some of the, the different things that it's trying to do, but there's, I'm very frustrated at other parts with some of the level design and. Uh, some of the triggers that you need to progress, or just yeah. end up, you know, sort of beating my head, uh, and I don't really want. To, like I'm, I'm older now, and I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some stuff with uh, how the levels are designed. Like I think it's during the bird level, no, the rock level, wherever I think that was for the birds, though. And you have oh, to like yeah. slide along the edge of the world, and there's like there's stairs right there. I'd almost always go up these stairs, but instead, I'm supposed to go to the edge and crawl along this, and then it opens this huge section. It's like that traditionally would make no sense.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's where. And then if you, go ahead, Peter. If you, if you, and then if you slip, you have you might have to like redo a huge chunk of the level, like all over again. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's freaking, oh, that's a big pet peeve yeah. of mine in a and the boss
3: is And the boss is basically Moldorm from Link to the Past, where if you fall off, you have to start the fight again. Yeah. Do you
0: actually start the fight again?
3: I mean, I the fight
0: so. starts again, but does his HP start over again?
3: I
2: actually mm-hmm. do not know. He doesn't really have I, a ton of HP to begin with.
0: And that's what I wasn't sure, is because when I eventually killed him, I two or three hits. And so I wasn't sure if like all, because I fell off probably about twenty
4: times. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, so I was like, I, I usually hit him a couple times and I'd fall off, and I'd hit him a couple times and fall off, and I figured all of that culminated in me beating him. So I wasn't really sure.
3: So, so maybe the maybe it does retain damage. I'm, I don't know.
0: Or maybe some of the damage. I don't know.
3: So we're talking about oh,
1: the either way that the, the bird level, right?
0: Yeah, the twin yeah. birds, and then okay. also getting to the birds
1: I actually kills him really my most easily. Probably easier part of the game so far. Really? I just did a couple of dash attacks and yep. he died, and that was it. So yeah, and
0: that that so that's in how I ended up killing him. So it might, maybe it doesn't keep the health. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a hard fight. That was the most chain no. thing. Um, none of the none of the boss battles really have been hard.
2: No, well, I think they've been fun though.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not not a knock on them at all. I've actually enjoyed that there. There's enough little bit of a twist in it, and it's not like I. I Along the edge of a level is a, a stupid twist. Like that's a huge like yeah. hidden secret that like it shouldn't be there. But the boss battles have enough patterns, enough changes, and whatnot that they stay fresh and interesting.
2: Um, this section of the game though, one one thing that really frustrated me is the uh, items you get from dungeons, like the rose leaf and the talons. Like those are not empowering at all. You're just like, oh, now I have to go where I have, or now I get to go where I have to go. Like that's not really. Yeah. It's fun it's I guess
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's a key basically yeah, right. sure, yeah, yeah. kind of
3: last ep- last episode we were comparing Terranigma to like the Zelda series and I think a big difference between the design of Zelda and the design of Terranigma is that in Zelda when you get a new item it's awesome like it opens up all these new avenues for you to explore and you can go and find like all this hidden stuff not just in the dungeon but in the, the overworld as well and yeah. so far in turning I've not been feeling that.
2: Yeah, like, I'm interested with those... I forget what else you get in this game, because there's, like, a couple more slots down there after the bit that we covered.
0: I see. I actually didn't have a problem with it. Um, definitely, the, like, the claws. The claws are really cool, first of all. Um, the
2: animation is cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then uh, the on the, the same level we're complaining about with the birds about getting around... I just kind of moseyed around for a while, and there's when you're like you fall down that big hole and you're supposed to like move around and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot. I mean, I know there's ultimately not because these maps are actually pretty small. They seem bigger than they actually are, Um, but I felt like I was wandering around enough and I was screwing up. And then I I don't use health items in the game. Uh, What? How? I I haven't really had an issue with it.
2: Uh, I burned through them like I just. Oh, I I could (laughs) be same. If you were on your like on point, you could easily hit because like you could get so many invincible frames in this game.
0: That's true. Oh, so, like what I do is I just like if I die, I die, I go back to the save point. Everything carries over, That's and so true. then I get oh, to really? grind. I, yeah, everything yeah. stays exactly the same. So you basically just grind out experience. So then I just mosey around for a while, and so I have not. I do not use unless I get to the point like the birds. I used health potions because I got really pissed because I kept falling off. Sure. Um, and I just, like, I, I'm, I'm done with this level at that point, but for the part, most part than that, I'll show up, like, I've walked into, uh, dungeons and had, like, two
2: health to start off with.
0: And I'll go for a while, and I'm like, if I die, I die, and then I eventually do, and I go through the same stuff again, and...
2: You should really pick up Galaxy, Josh.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's just, like, it's this, the great thing about this game is I have never felt stressed at any point during it.
2: It's very forgiving
1: when you die, um... I, I do appreciate that. It's a friendly romp.
2: Yeah, I think uh, the, the theme of this whole chapter is really relaxing. Like, I love plants and birds, like, a lot. It's just really <laughs> refreshing. Like talking to them.
0: Oh, it not... sounds like a terrible <laughs> admission to something. <laughs> no, you guys, I really like plants and animals.
2: I, well, specifically birds, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, There's
2: sure. a very specific no, corner of the internet for that. It just, <laughs> I have a, some fun parrots in my Facebook feed.
3: <laughs> nice. I
2: have a but, picture
0: of Golden Curry in my Facebook feed now. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Davey.
2: You're welcome. Uh, Great. <laughs>
1: <You're right. laughs>
2: okay, so
1: I don't know how to segue back <laughs> no, into the game from uh, that.
2: I was just going to say, it was really personally motivating to like save the plants and save the birds and stuff and like i could get kind of frustrated with the lion king segment because like i don't care about these mammals
0: i love the lion king segment
1: the lion king segment was terrible okay so you have to like (laughs) go following that little there's an escort quest there's a freaking escort quest (laughs) in this game
0: i think it is the best escort quest i've ever played in a video
1: game (laughs) it's terrible oh my god I couldn't believe what was before my eyes. and I'm like, I really just have to walk next to this little lion cub, you know, and I have to pace him just right going over this bridge.
0: That was annoying. I will <laughs> readily admit that. Like, going across the bridge, that was terrible. Because I was standing, and I think I was too high, so I was clipping through the top, and so he left me at first. And I'm like, well, that sucks. And then you have to wander through. I'm like, well, I'm not going to let that happen again, so I rushed ahead, and then He fell. And then the third time, I don't know what happened, but he fell again. So I had to do that
1: like four times across the bridge. It's really aggravating. And then you get to the boss, or the little mini boss, right? And he's. And apparently, I had to go find this on the the guide. You have to throw the stone at him. But the, the stone is the same texture as the other, the little stone maze that you just walked through. So, like, there's no indication to the player that, okay. I, I didn't even see the stone. I didn't even notice it because it was just part of the background to me. Mm.
0: See, I, I, I avoid everything. I literally avoid everything. So I assume that had to be something. So that I didn't have that issue. I had an issue that not being able to tell the difference between the two colors of the birds. Supposedly one's green and one's something else. Or brown, I don't know. They both look brownish-green to me.
2: Oh, bummer.
0: So, I just... Well, it's easy, though. You just hit the bird when it goes to the ground, so it's not that big yeah. of a deal. And one's trying to poop on you, and then so I'll avoid him.
2: <laughs>
3: that, was that was an interesting battle tactic. The bird summoned help, Other oh, bird shows up and just starts pooping.
0: Yeah. Although, if they both would have been doing that like opposite directions, that would have made that absolutely horrific.
2: Well, you still could have done it. And, Davey,
0: can you block in this game?
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, but... But I don't know what attacks it works on.
1: Because I've like never learned how to block.
2: Small attacks.
1: Like, I used it in the the mud mud monster guy in the Lion King section.
2: Okay. His little, oh.
1: Yeah, like his little pea shooter attacks, you can block those.
0: Yeah. See, I just always run everywhere. I'm constantly running at all times. Yeah. Um, so I just Thanks. avoid everything.
1: Like a little child with ADD. Yeah. Kind of a
0: um, yeah, I actually i know i knew i was gonna be the only one on this that lion king segment was fantastic
2: (laughs) wow i'm (laughs) just shocked to hear you say that um okay cool mainly
0: though and i i wish more games did this i can only think of really this and i can think of kill zone 2 um where there's a boss or a major figure that you have to kill and they don't have the main character do it oh um and, I, and it was super annoying, but when you beat the slime guy and he tricks you and you fall down, and you have to listen to them fight, like I actually enjoy that. There's other characters that can make a difference in the world beyond just you, and so I respected that. I don't understand yeah. how the lion flies down the side of a cliff to you and then flies back up. We'll ignore that. But I, but I actually enjoyed. I mean, first of all, it's a it's a mini story. I think out of all the chapters or the sections that's the most concentrated mini story that we have we actually see somebody basically go to do a coming of age story Mm -hmm. um but i also enjoyed the fact that like i said he he actually beats the boss for you and saves you
2: yeah that was effective for sure
1: that's
4: really
1: interesting yeah i mean i'll 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 grant that narrative wise but Playing through the actual dungeon was terrible for me. Yeah, especially
0: when you do the maze part. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Oh,
1: come
0: on.
2: You know what was cool though was the sad goat story. What? The sad goat story. That's in low. the. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, the yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. The human, where the human souls are trapped to that, wherever. Oh.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Would you eat
1: your no, that was... your spouse if they were dead? and The only form of sustenance.
2: Yes. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This 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 podcast can go a really dark place really quickly, so I'm gonna turn this around.
2: That's, you know what? That's that's really the feeling of this game though. Like you're having a fun, good, carefree time, and then it just drops some super heavy baggage on you. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere.
1: Even the music changed, like, really starkly. I'm like,
2: oh, what's going on? Oh, no. Yeah, that got real dark, real fast. It just turns on you, man. But, man, I think it's so much more affecting that way, too. And then when you freaking, when you finally get out of there, and you're like, okay, well, peace. I'm going to climb up this wall now. I'm just going to leave you behind. Yeah.
1: So I actually
0: have a question about the human section. Are these different humans than the humans that you used to hang out with?
1: It's, it's yeah. Un, it's unqueer, I think. Right? So,
0: like, if you're you're having the humans emerge back to Earth, why aren't your people here? Why are they stupid enough to stay down underneath the Earth?
1: I don't know. Huh. Right? Because well, the big thing is you go into the... I forget what the castle is called. But then there's the Princess Ellie. Yep. So, and Ark's like, oh, she's like Ellie, but she's not like my Ellie. Um, But it's all, it's
2: another enigma. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: That kind of bothered me.
2: Uh, I think it's intriguing. Um, They're definitely doing something there, and I'm interested to pull that thread and, like, see where it leads.
0: The other, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, we got an answer where the humans were. You know, like how we were talking about if they were in hell or wherever yeah. they were. They're just underneath the mountains, or at least the mount- the the humans that you save. So I'm not sure if that counts as us as well, like Ark and Ellie. Yeah,
2: um, like Archimedes... the lions
0: at one point so they're just hanging out, or the, one of the birds or pelicans or something.
2: Yeah, I was reading about that, and I guess the idea is that. The planet in Terranigma is hollow, and humans live on the interior surface as well. Because remember, when you jump in the hole, you come out the hole?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Stupid.
2: Yeah, that doesn't make sense with the way gravity works. But. <laughs> um, eh,
1: it's, gravity just pulls you
2: down. Right. You just <laughs> down. right. Of course. It's
0: a Mobius strip of a planet.
2: Yeah.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if they introduced like, the Mobius Strip in here at some point.
0: I feel like we've seen the planet enough to know that it's not a Mobius Strip, though. <laughs> <laughs> just saying.
2: Well, it, that and it's literally Earth-like. It, it cracks me up when you do the Windvale thing and you fly to this cave by the Great Lakes.
0: Yes, it, from Colorado.
2: Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> and then go basically across a river and you end up in Africa.
2: And like it's just... Just to be clear, like three of the people on this podcast could drive to the Great Lakes like a couple hours.
0: Well, I'm like 10 minutes away.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Um, but it would take me much longer to drive to Colorado.
2: <laughs> right?
0: But I am also not on the back of a white bird, so that might be my problem. Yeah.
3: I should go crawling.
0: And that white bird needs the GPS system because that thing <laughs> goes past where you're supposed to go like 10 times like oh, there it is nope, oh, nope no we're coming back around oh there there, there. oh no no let's just keep yeah. flying around sure they
2: really wanted to show off that pseudo 3d yeah it,
0: what is he carrying you in is that like a are you in a, sack? In a sack.
2: Like, sack like what is that
1: you know like a little store carries the babe. like i you know like a little <laughs> bundle i don't know Nope.
2: Jesse. Pretty, Jesse nailed it.
1: I'm pretty sure he has you facing birds
0: too. Like, are you trying to get me motion sickness? <laughs>
2: That's true. Yeah, I never thought about that. Oh,
0: so let's just whip around in circles and not actually make me so
1: I can see what's going on. Terrifying. Did any of you go to Japan once? Once you'd restored humanity? No, I think you're the farthest along. Okay. Yeah, it's, you are. It's yeah. actually like it's, it's actually you got the backtrack. Like you have to go back to the safari and talk to the, okay. the seagull and go. Is he the
0: right to, seagull?
1: <clears throat> well, there, there's the seagull that took you to the safari, so he'll take you back to the bird sanctuary, and then you talk mm-hmm. to the middle seagull, I think, and he'll take you to Japan. Okay. And go to Neo Tokyo. Yeah, it's just weird because Neo Tokyo is basically just regular modern day Tokyo. <laughs> It's like everything else is completely backwards and Neo Tokyo is just a modern city.
2: Isn't the developer's room there?
1: I was gonna say, I would assume so. I'm
3: just
0: gonna agree with you.
1: Yeah, there's just like a lot of just like a bunch of weird things happening in there too. Like there's a policeman interrogating a penguin
2: this sounds awesome yeah if so we'll, i'm confused though it was after you resurrected humans because you can't talk to birds
1: yeah you, so you can you'll just talk to them and there's basically you have a, a dialogue choice it's like you can choose all exclamation marks or all periods and if you choose okay, sure. exclamation marks it, it'll just take you so that's why you kind of have to just know where you're going Otherwise, you'll you'll have to go through that long sequence and then end up in some place that you don't want to end up.
0: Speaking of conversations and explanation points, I kind of enjoyed uh, with the whole zombie thing that you could tell that one guy to take his money with him when he died.
2: Yeah. And then
0: you get to where he died and there's a bunch of money sitting there for you.
2: Yep. 500 jewels.
0: Even though money basically
2: doesn't mean anything in this game. Yeah. Oh, I believe you're wrong.
0: I buy everything that I get a choice to buy.
2: No, I think yeah. we're coming up right at the end of this, the point where you start developing different uh, cities. I think you need to dump a bunch of money into that. I could be wrong. That makes sense. I've
0: bought everything in the game, and I think I still have, like, 2,500 gems. Wow.
2: Well, that's a lot more than me, but well, see that.
1: We've already established that he just wanders into dungeons and dies right. repeatedly.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it works out really well.
1: Or I'll just like...
3: Very lucrative business.
0: Yeah, or I, I could not find the fourth soul orb or whatever for the first oh, yeah. temple. Yeah. Um, So I just went around killing things for about an hour. So I got a Man. lot of gold during that.
2: That one I didn't get frustrated with because that area had great music.
0: Well, it was more... I, I thought that was an enjoyable section. The music's been... I actually haven't really liked the music of the game. And I've purposely listened to the music for you, Davey.
2: Aw, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's really hitting us, though. The, the world map music is really good, too. I like that I just read right at the part I left off it. I walked into a city and I was like, based on this song, I'm going to have to say this is France. And it is. So it felt good.
3: <laughs> the, the music is very appropriate the situations
2: yeah. You yeah
0: I would agree with that I think it's more I so I don't play a lot of old games I play Super Mario world and outside of that I don't play old games Um, and so I think maybe that's more sort it is this is the oldest game I've played in a long time so maybe that's what's jarring for me
2: You mean in terms of the sound
0: yeah just like the yeah. qu- the audio quality possibly
2: yeah I know I'm been do-it-yo
0: no, that's that's not surprising here to anything that involves game music
2: <laughs> that's that's not true
0: it's pretty close though
2: uh,
0: uh so. but yeah i, I don't know I, I i haven't had a problem with that speaking of buying stuff and I, I really 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 hope somebody can help me with this how do you
3: use magic um i, I think uh, I, I think i know um you need don't you need a certain amount of, you need a certain amount of magic rocks to buy charges isn't that how it worked?
1: Yeah, yeah. You buy rings like and you badges.
3: Buy, you use gold and mag and a certain amount of magi rocks to put a certain amount of charges like on that ring.
1: Yeah,
3: and then well, you get the major rocks back. So it's like the more magi rocks you have, the more spells, you, the more times you can use spells.
0: How do you get the spells to be able to be used? Because
3: I've bought every possible thing you can buy with it's, those magi rocks. The jewel box item yeah. in your it'll it's in, in the menu. it's in your inventory. It's a box in your box.
0: Yeah, cause I go <laughs> I go into that
3: box, and I select on everything,
0: and they're always like, oh no, you can't use this. No, that's not appropriate. Well, you no, have to be in sorry, a dungeon. Alright, go
3: back again. Okay. Yeah, you have to be in a du- in a combat situation, and like, and then you can either equip it like a normal item, or you can just use it from the box. Okay. H- have you guys used the magic or no? I have
0: I
2: don't. I don't really see a purpose to, I think usually I just charge up my, uh, is it the grass pin that heals you?
3: Yeah, that's that's the one. That, I use that yeah. a lot. Oh, yeah. should
2: probably
1: start doing that.
3: As... <laughs> I, do, I do keep a few fire spells on handy just because sometimes, like, like with those birds, the, the, the birds in the bird dungeon, those things were, I was getting really mad at them, so at one point I just, like, started spamming fire spells until they were all dead. And then I felt <laughs> Good yeah,
0: job. and that's—I was really torn about it because I felt like I knew they had talked about the jewel box, and I, I could obviously see it. I could buy stuff and put it in there, um, but then I'm playing through the game. It's like this isn't really necessary. I'm not having any issues with the game.
3: Yeah, plus so I I, they do a good job of explaining
0: it. No, and, no. That, and that's why I was waiting for like a tutorial possibly later. Like, oh, you've hit a wall now. You need to use magic. Let's go over how to use magic. I'm like, oh, okay, good. I have all these rings.
2: Yeah, they, they. I think the only thing they say about that whole system is that you can use MagiRacks to buy magic spells.
3: Yeah, and I've bought a boatload of spells. If I, I think it feels kind of token. If I'm being honest, like it feels like something that's just there because it was expected
1: to be in there. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's pretty unwieldy too. Like the fire spell, right? You, you can't aim it in the way that I want it to aim. Like you can't aim it up. Yeah, you have you have to be in the in, you have to be facing the direction
3: you want it to go, and then you have like a very limited radius that it can like be adjusted. Well, in all fairness, though, that's how all of the attacks work in the game. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I obviously haven't used it, so I, I'm sure I'd get frustrated too. But that seems to make sense, explanation wise, with how the rest of the game is going. Um,
2: I, feel, I think in general the,
0: the you might
3: as well just attack everything
0: yeah i just run around and jump at things
2: (laughs) yeah no that's that's the good stuff right there you like do the slide stab yeah the animation on that move is so cool (laughs) and i like that the color changes with every time you change your weapon
0: yeah because it's a different staff
2: yeah it feels so good so has that bothered you guys at all
0: so like uh, a perfect example is during the Lion King, the the one with the water, um, they had to fill the moats. Yeah. At some point you have, you still have your rock attacker and oh, you had God. to take it out and put the sticker in or stickler or whatever.
2: Yeah. And then you yeah.
0: come up to some rocks and you have to change back to that rock. Did that have any issues with anybody?
2: Um, it annoys me every time, but <laughs> it hasn't been yeah. frequent enough to ruin my experience. So, one of the
0: things I was kind of worried about is, because you can throw out any of your weapons at any time. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought about it. That's what that hole is for. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. So what would happen if you threw out one of your weapons, and then you can't get
1: past those rocks? That's a really good... I was thinking about that earlier, too. And also, when you go into the the overworld for the first time, or the, the surface world, and if you don't buy the other staff, from the shop in your town, like, your crystal staff stops working, so you should be completely <laughs> screwed. And there's no, right, there's nothing, there's no hint to be like, hey, maybe you should get another staff. Or like, you know, like, right before he sends you up there, he's like, oh, by the way, that weapon's not gonna work. See <laughs>
0: Toodle.
1: I, I did not think about that. That's fantastic. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: that would be, I would have been pissed. I would have been so mad that—that that is one of those things I, I feel like that shows kind of the age of the game is there there is some of that where, where we were talking about like you why would you go off the screen to be able to get something or why would right. you allow you to break the game for yourself and and that's definitely an older game trope where it, it allows you to be like you know what yeah you've been playing for five six seven hours restart the game because you screwed up
2: yeah a lot of that the the way they approach it it almost reminds me of Dark Souls in a way, like uh, and the way that they don't tell you about the deeper mechanics of the game also reminds me of Dark Souls.
0: Well, I think that's the attraction of Dark Souls. It a lot of people would say that's a return to the golden age of video games.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. I think it's actually the opposite of Dark Souls because Dark Souls, you know, like you can figure everything out through the through the nice sort of trial and error system, and like there's there's no way to really completely screw yourself i feel like in dark souls oh no there totally is oh is yeah there, there definitely is, is. oh yeah. yeah i well i i never found a, a point where i was like oh uh, i i can't progress and i've 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 built myself into a corner or i've i've like i don't know so maybe i am just got lucky
0: yeah i think um, you've gotten fortunate i don't, it's not if you have game logic i think in dark souls you can easily avoid that never exactly. be what you could have been but you can avoid being like right, i have to turn this game off but if you want to get like the maximum of everything then you're you'd quickly get into a point it's like i need to start over i don't care that i'm 20 hours in this just isn't gonna oh.
2: work out <clears throat> yeah you can lock yourself out of stuff and you can like there's certain things too where you can like lock yourself out of entire areas by like missing one little bonfire or something yeah um because like, you go there and you don't light the bonfire and then you, you die but it was a one way ticket so you can't get yeah. back um,
0: Which I, I know we're getting off topic here um, slightly, surprise uh, <laughs> I actually enjoy that as long as it makes it so that you, like in this case if it made it so that you couldn't beat the game I think that's bad game design but if there mm-hmm. is a segment of the whole everything that you just can't experience but there's like something for you to come back and repeat playthroughs, I actually enjoy that that's something I respect about Dark Souls Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's the detriment here where if you actually can break the game, that would be, I think, a terrible thing.
2: Yeah, but who's going around throwing out their weapons? You know? yes. I've, been
0: deba- I've been looking at them and come very close
3: to throwing all of them out. And then I realized, oh yeah, these actually have specific attributes. How many weapons are even in Terranigma? Like, it looks like there'd be enough space for... But
2: yeah, I think... If I remember correctly, there's one for every one of those spots. I don't think it goes over.
3: So if so, in that case, why, why? do they even have the after throw out weapons? Because they're why bastards. They're trying to screw you up. They're trying to promote recycling. They spend, more time, to to, they spend <laughs> more time explaining how to throw shit out than they do explaining how magic works.
0: That is true. They're like, yo, if yeah. anything ever gets full, just toss it in the hole.
2: Take care of <laughs> but, it. And that, Did you and just that make a freaking rhyme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Told you I was in a good mood today It's going to be a good podcast
2: <laughs> uh, gross. <laughs> Um Gross
0: Yeah I don't know I, I I'd completely agree I, I feel like they did a huge amount of tutorial For something that probably shouldn't be in the game And if like, anything it's just going to ruin your playthrough
2: yeah, they, they incepted that Into us like why are we talking about Throwing stuff out in this game Like they spent an incongruent amount of time On how you throw stuff out
0: it, ma- it makes it seem like there has to be so much stuff that you have to start getting rid of things. Right. Um, and then, I right away, I was like, oh, I can get rid of my light staff because that will never work upstairs. Like, up upstairs, above the ground. I was like, well, maybe I come back, and then but then do I want that? Cause it's going to be, like, negative 50 power by then. And it's like, well, I don't need it then. So you're, like, playing that mental game in your head of, like, trying to get rid of stuff.
2: Why are you even thinking about it? You still have space, dude.
0: I always hoard things to the last possible moment I don't want to get over encumbered in a dungeon I can't fast (laughs) travel back then
3: (laughs) I just sell I just sell all my extra crap yeah I like to sell like I don't even care
2: well I guess each weapons and armor don't they both have that one screen or not one screen but like those four spots for like uniques
0: uh, uh yeah
2: yes Yeah cuz L's cape was one of them. Yeah. Mm.
0: Which that's really depressing. Like that cape I feel like should be like the best thing in the game. Yeah. Or at least do something like it levels up with you
1: or something special where you continue to use it instead of discarding it after 5 minutes. Yeah, cuz all this
0: game is there, there's so many interesting little stories, but ultimately at the end of the day I think ark and ellie and that town is the overarching story beyond saving the world look part of that for now um and so like it's that love story or at least that like connection between those two people so they build this up to she is like going to protect you on your entire quest and you literally yeah. put it on walk out and be like i don't want this garbage i don't want anybody to see me with
3: this and you take it off right away
2: <laughs> yeah because what's nope, the last thing it... she says to you yep.
3: uh peter you let it take a hit for you from the guardian guy
1: and that's it yeah oh yeah that's Again, true. Get the fifth tower. it's another key and then that's it you use the key
2: yeah yeah at least this one had an, an emotional impact though
0: yeah but i feel like this was a negative emotional impact for me it's one of the few things i i actually did not really really didn't like about the game
2: um well i would hold your thoughts on that because that, they actually play a lot with the relationship between Ark. And the kind of immortal idea or spirit of Ellie and the way she exists throughout the rest of the game. Um, Because, like, I think the last thing she says to you when you leave Krista is, like, uh, I'll always be watching you or I'll always be with you, even if you, even if we're far away. And, like, you you go physically really far away from where you came from, but you still keep running into Elle. It gets weird. It gets weirder than it is right now, where she's just a princess.
0: So, I think that's a really good thing. So, we've kind of talked about it being weird, we've talked about it being obtuse, in like some of the design and whatnot. Do you think that's for the benefit of the game, or is it a detriment?
1: I think there's a lot of bad level design, or just bad design, where they the designers had some idea about what they wanted to put in, but they didn't really think about it from the perspective of the player. Right, and like how is the player going to actually experience this um and it leads to frustration for me
0: and it seemed like that was what all three of you guys were having issue with is kind of along that same lines
2: yeah I the have thing to agree. yeah the thing that killed me like jesse said is just the the dungeon design is so freaking it's not even obtuse it's just kind of insane. Like, I'm usually really good at making, like, a mental map of where I am in an area in a video game. But in this game, like, it doesn't make any physical sense.
1: <laughs> like,
2: is
0: any, has anybody actually thought of just pulling up the map?
1: What? Wait, there's, there's a map?
0: map. I'm pretty sure there's a map inside your
1: box. Wow, we're having a reverse is it, Josh is moment.
2: It, is it just a world map though different. i don't know with like the continents on it
0: i'm pretty confident in the central box of your box there is a box that has maps.
3: <laughs> 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 boxes
0: um i'm gonna look right now
3: boxception
2: i if there's a dungeon map in this game i'm gonna Get really upset. If (laughs) so, I didn't find it the entire time I played it last time. It's sitting
3: next to your
0: settings memo. It's not letting me peel it up though.
2: Are you in a dungeon? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I think it's the world map then.
0: Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I I always thought about that because like this is really frustrating. Maybe I should go in there and look at the map. Like nah, whatever. (laughs) I'm just gonna keep (laughs) mosing. It defeats the whole purpose of how I'm playing this game if I start looking at a map. (laughs) So, okay, I was—I would wonder. I figured somebody had pulled that up.
1: Uh, I guess I I assumed too much from you guys. Well, I think Uh, it's, yeah, part partly on us, but also partly on that bad menu, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that menu is indecipherable
4: sometimes.
0: (laughs) I, I. the, where the locate even be one thing i feel like if the armor and the weapons and a center and the whatever the third fourth one is is in different pl- items i guess i feel like they even flip around yeah they do like even if you're in items they're can you go out of the box and come back in like you're still in items so the three should still be in the same places but they're not <laughs> and if there wasn't actually a little thing that popped up like oh this is this i would oh i'd spend so much time in there but I also don't use the box because I don't use items, so...
2: <laughs> yeah, that, Soft. that does sound appealing. <laughs> well, you can just equip like a stack of nine M-Bulbs and you can yeah. just have that as your triangle button. Or not triangle, but uh, X.
0: I, I'm not using healing items. I don't need it.
2: Yeah, you're you a boss.
0: <laughs> I just... This is my leisure game.
1: How is still- this less leisurely if you heal yourself
0: <laughs> there's no stress it's like oh i gotta pop that heal like now kill me sure whatever I'll, I'll roll through some more rock guys and some birds whatever
3: so it's less stressful
1: because you've just voluntarily accepted death it's, yeah, very, just, poetic. Yeah, it's
2: very buddhist actually yeah i'm embracing the game it right yeah. yeah exactly you
0: guys are all worried about the things that are inconsequential
2: wow you're
0: death in your harry potter
2: Terra Nigma made Josh Curry achieve true Then,
0: yeah, this this is probably the happiest I've ever been on a podcast. This, they, they did something right.
2: Yeah, I really think this game seems to be affecting you in a weird way, Josh Curry.
0: I've 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 genuinely enjoyed this game, even parts that I know are frustrating. Like, I will readily admit, being knocked off by a bird pissed me off. Going on on the side pissed me off. When you fill up to the fourth uh, or, the, or the third temple, and you have to go all the way back to get to the fourth temple? Idiotic. Yeah. Whatever though. Like I, <laughs> I've enjoyed the combat enough. I enjoy that it you can choose to fight or not. They're, everything seamlessly works between each other. There's no loading time and whatnot. All of that works so well that it's like I, I'm willing to wander around a little bit. I'm willing to fight a little bit more. And it, everything I do actually gains, like, I get more money or I get more experience. So it's not that big of a deal. Although I would like to know how to use magic, so I'm very excited to try that tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah, I guess if you're in healing, you would just use that button for spells all the time. No,
0: nope, don't use that spell button for anything.
2: What? Well, just equip your magic there. <laughs> He's saying now,
0: <laughs> now you can do that. I'm probably going to use magic once, and I'm like, no. I'm over this.
2: (laughs) I just want to hit things with my stick.
0: Yeah, my stick is strong. It knows how to hit things.
2: I'm so fascinated by you getting so into this game. That's awesome. Um, Do you think it's just the core mechanics of it or the the speediness of the SNES? Or do you think it's something about the theming and the overall package?
0: I wish I had a good answer for that. (laughs)
2: Legitimately.
0: Um, This is another one of those weird games. I feel... uh, whenever we do this podcast there's there's always something that's pulling me whether it's the schedule or whatnot i always feel pressured to play the game Mm -hmm. um and with this game there's just been large periods i've just not played it yeah it it has not crossed my mind it's not one of those things that i'm dreaming about i'm not seeing the game in the world like this is when i'm not playing it it doesn't exist okay whatever um but it is one of those games, as soon as I turn on, I feel like I do get a smile on my face. Yeah.
4: Uh,
0: and beyond that, I I feel like I'm willing to... More so, like, when I've, I've played the games in the past for the podcast, I will sit down to play for four, five, six hours. Mm-hmm. I'll put this in for, like, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. And that will be my play session for the day. Or I'll play 10 minutes in the morning and half hour in the afternoon. And, it, like, it's i'm not sure if it's the how bite size it is I, how there is no stress because literally you don't lose anything if you die but this is just a very very calm game to me
2: i think i i get the, just today like i said i was getting back into it um the resurrection of the genius chapter like when i got to that the france land and i just like started walking around like okay this feels like a real village these feel like real people and then i met um that painter is it matisse yeah yeah and i was just getting kind of into it like it was just relaxing and good the music was good and i felt whimsical and good whimsy
0: is always the good thing
2: uh, i wouldn't go that far but
0: like when you talk to a red bird and he's like oh. i miss alfred the rhino and hector the lion and then so and so the monkey and i'm like you know what you're crazy but i like it
2: and then when you, uh, yeah, I like it when you start the freaking the bird place and you, you walk past that flower and he's like, I want you to know that we're always watching over you. <laughs> it's like, I know, it's from the creepiest
0: flower, too. I actually tried to beat crap out of that flower. I'm, like, I'm not going over there, that thing's gonna kill me. <laughs> wow. I don't care about dying, but I care about dying to him, but I really want that box. How can I get over there? Like, ah, so- let's, let's, let's kill him, maybe I'll get a, like 50 gold from it.
2: Did you guys get real sad when you lost the power to talk to animals? Yes,
1: I was just going to bring that up. I'm like, oh, all my friends that were keeping me company in my class they're all
2: gone now. Yeah.
1: I have to deal with people. Yeah.
3: People are the worst. People suck.
2: I thought that was such a cool thing, like, walking around. Like, every time you see, like, a plant sprite, you're like, I'm going to go talk to that guy. Like, that's a cool feeling.
0: Yeah, and I actually did that, like, uh... It, it worked out perfectly that there was a time period that I had just begun getting frustrated with the uh, the bird section, and there's this tiny little pool of water, and there's this tiny little red flower in there. And I was like, oh, there's a flower, and I like sprinted across the screen. I was like, I gotta talk to him. Everything's okay now.
1: <laughs> yeah, <It's like> Narnia. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is like you're frustrated, and then you see a friendly face, sort of face. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, and I think they do a good job actually having different personalities amongst the different types of animals and different yeah. types of living things. Um there's there's definitely a there's an idea of self. Um, and person there's just so much personality I think to the game overall. And I think some yeah. of it's insanity. Yeah. Um and that's kind of like I was asking earlier, is like I, I actually love, like, even when it's like, this is just stupid insane, it's stupid insane to the point that I laugh. Like, I genuinely giggle. I'm like, <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns into other things, like, oh, that's insane, and that's kind of interesting now. So, I, 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 I'm overall, <laughs> I, I am shocked to say this, but I'm the most excited about this game out of all of us, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think that might good. be a first. Yeah.
0: Although, I, I started doing that on a different game, and I can't remember because I block out games. But then I feel like <laughs> I did a
3: terrible 180 and ended up hating the game afterwards, so I'm kind
0: of terrified about that. Um, I
3: mean, well, you liked tactics, then you hated tactics, then you liked it again, so... Yeah, that's
0: I, true. But the bigger one, I think, is I really liked the last story, then I really, really, really
2: didn't no. like that game. No, the big one is Trails in the Sky.
0: You <laughs> don't talk about that game. <laughs>
2: So did you, I don't know if you got, did you get to the Frenchie town, Josh Curry? No. So I there's zombies. A, okay, there's this NPC in there and it's like, you don't know anything about the town building aspect of this game yet, but you walk up to him and he's like, hi, I'm an economist. This town is currently at 0% growth index. And you're like, what?
0: There's yeah. worse things than
2: 0%. No, I just mean like, the, that, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. impli- the gameplay implications of that is, are so weird.
1: Yeah, I got excited because you've been talking about the town building part. Yeah. I love
2: Is this. that in this game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't believe it. <laughs> I, I pulled up because
0: I, I got like honeydew or starry dew or wet dew. I don't know. And so I was like, what is this thing? This thing is 30 gold. Do I need a bunch of them? Because what I've been doing is I've been buying the max of all the items and just having them sit in my inventory. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'll buy some starry honeydew, and uh, I ended up looking up. And there's a camera in this game. What? What? There's a camera in this game. That's all I know. That's literally the extent that I understand. Sure. Come on, Google.
2: Where where are like?
1: It's in your inventory. There's a camera, or no?
0: It's not in my inventory. It's it's on Terranigma Wiki. Um, camera. Location, Lore. Helps in expansion if you take pictures of Sun Coast and give them to tourist
2: bureaus. Oh, yeah, that's true. I I remember you take pictures of different vacation spots for like a tourism agency or something. (laughs) What? Yeah. Is it like a side quest? Yeah, it's a side quest. Okay. Uh,
0: What was another one that I really liked? Um, I like that there's a place called Freedom.
2: Yeah, that's uh, America.
1: I kind of figured. Yeah, it's in California. Or there's a there's a Freedom, California, at least. That makes sense. That was the good one,
0: though, was the camera. And yeah, I'm. Yeah, what? yeah, I don't know. But I, oh, pretty flower found in Lori makes young girls and penguins happy.
1: Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I bought those flowers, and I, I told you I ran into a penguin in Japan, right? So I like backtracked all the way back through the desert, back to the safari, and flew to Japan, and I tried to like give this penguin the flower, and it didn't work. It didn't do anything. I was so disappointed. <laughs> Rejected. Oh. Try to
0: get get some mad game on with the penguin and shut you down. Oh, yeah. That's penguin, depressing.
2: Penguin waifu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only but Yeah, it. there's just this. This game is a load of weirdness, and I, I'm
3: really liking it. Um, <laughs> is it. Is it the sequel to Hatoful Boyfriend? Yeah. No, firstly, had <laughs> pigeon dating. So we have penguin dating.
2: Uh, I'd be into hey. that.
0: Oh, and there's a dog whistle, which to carry on Davy and my inside joke. I need it because the comment is it chases wolves away
2: so i was gonna bring that up here i was uh walking through in terra Enigma. i was walking through wisconsin and i was like man it's a good thing the sun's still out
0: there's there's a lot of wolves carrying dives out there <laughs> yeah but let's let's uh let's get back to game i don't know um <laughs> so I, I i i i'm obviously excited for to see the rest of it um it seems like bo- the rest of you have kind of turned around. You guys are leaning towards getting progressively more excited. You've moved on past kind of more tedious parts of Chapter 2.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, I still am getting frustrated in places, but the like the game is has enough charm, and it, it, I get drawn into the weirdness enough that I'm willing to keep going.
3: Okay. What about yeah, you, Peter? Yeah, same. I was going to say it's there's like it i i like i like it the style game i think what's real actually what's so far what's actually keeping me playing it more is the art style or at least the sprite style
2: yeah
3: like i just really like the backgrounds and the, the boss sprites like the, the the sprite for parasite the first that yeah, like, was awesome yeah yeah that was really good that's really cool and the way the boss the the, the, boss, like, the actual part you have to fight comes like in and out of the background and stuff like yep. that like it's just really neat like one little one little thing that bo- bothered me actually that I, I was I was meaning to bring up that I've actually just remembered, in the in the the plant dungeon. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did you, did, was I the only one who didn't realize that the little bulbs on the ground were treasure chests until
1: it took a long later. time?
2: Yep. Oh, That's
1: I destroy
3: everything. Oh. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found out right I... away.
2: <laughs> kill it! Kill it! Yeah.
3: Oh no, See, I was running past, I was running past them until a good three fourths the way through the dungeon when I needed a thing, from uh, one of them. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I backtracked. So
1: well, long. that's the other thing. With... Got... Sorry, I cut you off, Peter.
3: No, no, you're good.
1: Well, it's just the textures of of the background things are the same as the textures for things you can interact with, and sometimes yep. things you can interact with look. are are not things you can interact with even though in other areas you could so it's just really confusing
2: like the freaking tables in the zombie town yeah yeah like some of them fly at you some of them don't do anything and some of you you have to push but there's no discernible difference
1: (laughs) yeah so you just end up walking into all of them and take take whatever damage comes which is not very much Yeah, yeah yeah just eat it
0: Um, I think the coolest of the things being there but not really being there was, uh, the tumbleweeds in the, uh, the water world, animal planet thing. Um, if you pick them up, there's a bee underneath them. Yeah. So then you pick up the tumbleweed and you throw the tumbleweed through the bee and you kill the bee and then you get free experience. Oh, yeah. So I went and threw all the tumbleweeds everywhere.
2: (laughs) Just like the Legend of Zoltar.
0: Yeah. The what? (laughs)
2: <laughs> the Legend of Horror. <laughs> okay, again, just am uh, just making a goof. It's fine. Okay.
0: We really need to get me like a soundboard so I can occasionally mute T V.
2: Wow. Damn. <laughs> I was to
3: say add like add like was and cricket sounds and just well, we could always talk
0: to Marcos.
3: The the Johns the Johns the Johns Cena theme music.
0: I don't know. And, and since Marcos is creepily listening to the podcast, hi Marcos. Um, he said that instead of being a soundboard, it would be an unsoundboard. <laughs> but, but,
2: but, but. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so said Cena. Marcos makes the best dad jokes, dude. So now that you guys told me that's John Cena's theme, I realize I've been hearing people do that everywhere. I just have always thought it was the Prices Right theme, and I'm like, why is everyone <laughs> making that sound? <laughs> Uh, uh,
0: that's fantastic I, I think that's the best way to end talking about this video game
2: <laughs> Wow
0: okay. uh, so we uh, we're gonna kind of halt a little bit with Terranigma. we're gonna do some uh, listener comments um, but of course they're not gonna be about Terranigma um, but most importantly we got an email and this is an email that I've been waiting for for a very long time. It's from the immigration office. <laughs> what? And it is uh, confirming that my application for the U.S. citizenship has been approved. But I actually can only get a green card for one month, so I should put in my visa <laughs> information if I'd like to continue this.
1: Okay. Um, so, that's the ad- best comment uh, ever. Yeah, as an attorney, I can advise you uh, not to do that.
0: <laughs> Wait, I wasn't supposed to put all of my credit card information in there? Oh, damn. Alright. But uh, this is... The comments we've gotten recently are very close to Davy's heart. Um, And all of them are about Lost Odyssey. That seems to be what everybody wants to talk about.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) And
0: it seems like I have more people on my side than I have against me. That's even better. Yeah,
2: you're talking about the retro thread.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful in there. I love all the people in there. Um, (laughs) But the best comment ever... Is from, and I hope I pronounced this right, Arvis?
2: Yeah, it's Arvis. I, I think, think Lost
0: Ozzy was the prettiest cheerleader in the farming village who has now moved to Manhattan and aged terribly, but <laughs> all the people back home still think she's all that. And I oh. think that sums it up perfectly, so thank you, Arvis.
2: I haven't played it since it was <laughs> contemporary, so I can't speak to its aging.
0: Yeah, but yeah I was beer goggles on.
2: I was legitimately surprised to see so many people say that they don't like it, or they could see like why someone would hate it. Like I could see why someone would love it too, right? No, oh. oh, I guess not. I've never
3: it ever. It's been on my it's been on my to do list for I don't even know how long, but I've never owned a 360, and it's just um, one of those games I've always been curious about because fuji.
2: To be fair, I don't think it's an exceptional game. I just think I think it's good. Uh, There were parts of the story I really, really liked, and I thought it was uh, had decent combat and decent character growth. It was fun.
0: Yeah, and then I I, I've actually had the same experience as uh, Clut64, who said uh, what makes it worse because I was saying that like people usually react really poorly if I say negative things. And Clut64 was like, what makes it worse is if you say your least favorite parts of Lost Odyssey were those damn memories, which I completely agree. It's not. You just sit there reading this scrawling text, and it's like this is this is horrific. See, people get really upset about that because they're like, "Oh, that's the best part of this game." And I was like, "It's not a game. It's a book. Like, <laughs> put that in the manual. Like, let's bring back manuals, you're you know? Talking. And let's like have a title that's something." To
3: consult page 64. Sorry, Peter. Go ahead.
1: No, i was just saying you're talking to
3: the visual novel guy on this podcast.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I think there's something to having graphics and sound alongside text.
3: It's one of those things though, I, and I
0: I will I'm willing to concede that the stories in those memories are most of the time actually very interesting, but they could have been done in such a better way that it would have been more emotion like brought up more emotion in the character, and just been a hundred times more interesting.
2: I get that they're so separated from the game that it doesn't necessarily make them feel additive to the overall experience.
0: But I wanted to, we we finally got some talk, uh, like conversation emails that I thought would be good for the podcast. So I had to throw those out. I know it's not Darren Egmont. I'm sorry for the people that are listening that actually (laughs) enjoys when we talk about the game we're supposed to be covering. Um,
1: well, now I'm waiting for next week when everyone will write in in support of Breath of Fire three. Um, yeah, so maybe. you can't say that anymore,
0: Jesse. So people that don't aren't aware. Jesse made those comments last week, and then somebody that was on this podcast deleted them from our thread, so he couldn't be part of the podcast anymore. So you gotta I, you gotta calm down with those comments, Jesse. <laughs> Wait, I, I thought
2: I thought he might have just gotten sick of the email responses and taken himself off.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I was gonna add him back on, but I was like, maybe he didn't want his inbox getting blown up. What? The I had Trello
1: tra- ghost attacked you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the ghost of Trello.
1: I don't know. I didn't take myself off the card. I just I just woke up oh. to an email in my inbox saying you've been taken off and you've been put back on. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just Boy. kept
0: getting added and subtracted, but you were only added after a comment was made, and by the time the next comment was made, you were deleted. So you were what? never part of any of the conversation.
2: <laughs> he was posting the whole time. Anyway, anyway, that's some inside baseball.
0: Yeah. But yeah, nobody's going to write in about Breath of Fire 3 because everybody knows uh, Dragon
2: Quarters better. So, sorry. Man, Breath of Fire 3, I still am surprised that that one's your favorite. Like,
1: I like the child arc. I like... I like fishing.
2: I like okay, learning the fishing, all the
1: skills.
2: It does have the best RPG fishing ever. Yeah, yes.
3: From, from what I from what I understand, Breath of Fire Three is actually like, isn't it the fan favorite? I think from, so. I, say I, this I would is say two. Okay.
1: I, there's just like a lot of little nooks and crannies you can explore in that world. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> that Damn. was really childish. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just going to ignore that. Ignore me, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, I think it's fair that you can say it goes on longer than perhaps it needs to, but
2: I was enjoying the
1: whole ride, so... Anyways. You can consider- RPGs?
2: Yeah, right. What? He was just saying RPGs is too long usually.
0: Oh, I completely agree. I've never really... So I, it never bothered me, or really. I. I didn't notice or I ignored it until we started doing this podcast, and there was always like a time frame on it. Yeah. And I've been very, very cognizant of how long things take now.
2: Like, does it have to be this long?
0: Right. And so then I'm always like, I'm whenever I'm I planning the game, I, I'm not like you, Davey, because I know Davey writes down these crazy notes. Some of you guys have seen some of the stuff he writes down. It's, it's insane. Um, but I'm always thinking of like, this is a topic we can talk about, or how does this relate to this, or how does this relate to death, or like. I'm trying to think of broad narrative things. Yeah. And with that, I, I, am paying much more attention to the pacing of the storytelling. And even like with this, i there was a part of me that felt we finished chapter two. We saved the world. Let's, let's, let's end this game. And I'm yeah. fine with this continuing, but I, I've, and then that's a very, very minor. I mean, there, it's much more in like, uh, the last, uh, story. I, I noticed that much more. I was like, I feel like they're dragging things on and other times rush through things. Um, mm-hmm. But as a whole, it's like, yeah, why are we? Why are some of these games 40 hours? And like, we're planning some of these other RPGs out, and it's like, why is this game 80 hours? Like, I remember the story of this game. This this should not be an 80-hour game. Right. Uh, but that's a that's a whole different conversation.
2: Well, I, I will say in Terranigma's favor, it, it's pretty short, and it does manage to change things up like consistently. Like chapter three feels like a whole different beast from chapters one, two, and four because 4 is really just the final boss.
0: Even the different but, dungeons, I feel like there's enough difference.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's because they, this game's really focused on theming, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: think yeah. it's concise and it's whimsy. And, ex- well, and also exploring different parts of the world and doing a good job oh, yeah. of making each area distinct. It's
2: yeah. fun to check out the world map and see like the hilarious way that the globe is represented.
1: <laughs> it's insane. It makes zero sense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go from
1: the Balkans to France and like
2: yeah, I know. It's like a
1: second. Although
0: I think the my favorite traversal thing was walking across a raging river over the backs of some hippos.
2: <laughs> that was sick. Oh, man. I'm glad you brought that up.
0: He's like, I, I talked to the lion, and he's like, I got your back now, man. I'm like, all right. Well, I have no idea what that means. I'm going to wander around. And I just I, I did, they didn't really tell you where to go, so I'm just wandering right. around. And then I just come up to the and it's like, and there's like a monkey or something, a parrot, I don't know. I feel like it's always a parrot, and they're like, The lion told us that you saved Liam. Walk across our backs. I'm like, What? No. (laughs) Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. I can get down
2: with this. And then you did a slide attack on top of them.
0: No, I was very respectful of them, because you could see, like, when you step on them, they bow a little bit. Like, I
2: feel bad for these
0: guys. Like, I don't know. And then when I've walked in other things, they sink, so I'm like, I'm not messing around with them. I'm going to sprint across. Hippo's going to fall in the water. I'm going to have to redo the whole dungeon.
2: I really, I just really wonder what, like, what was driving the people who made this game. Like, I wonder what they were trying to convey. Like, is it ultimately like just about their worldviews and their spirituality? Because like, it gets pretty deep and weird.
0: Yeah, I, I I'm really. You keep bringing up religion and kind of things beyond normalness. Like, almost yeah. like a, a metaphysical...
2: Supernatural. Sure, yeah.
0: Um, I really want to delve really deeply into that in the third.
2: Yeah. Um, okay. Just
0: looking at... Because I, I will readily admit, I have consulted a, a walkthrough occasionally. And yeah. they've named some of the, the sections.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And there is something that's coming up, I believe, in the fourth chapter that has me extremely excited. Because I've picked up bits and pieces of kind of what you're saying with that religion and different philosophies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think that will tie it together f- perfectly for me, so I'm actually super, super excited to tackle that in the third episode.
2: Yeah, because like the deepest it's gone with that stuff so far is definitely the the goat thing. Like that got really weird and dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like that the when you're done, like when you or when you tell the goat lady that you're not going to eat her husband with her, she's like, "You're okay, but you're going to have to get stronger if you want to keep traveling alone." Like that's pretty harsh. Like she, she was like, "Okay, but you got to grow up." You gotta learn when these things matter and when they don't.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm hoping that we actually delve into some more of that. I, I to bring it outside of this. I, I've been watching Fear of the Walking Dead. You. Um, yeah. Well. I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and the great thing about it, beyond like just the Walking Dead as a whole, is you have that transition period, and so, I, I like the same thing in like Hunger Games and whatnot. Is you have a perception of what the world is and your place in it, and you have to change your priorities to understand. And adapt to your situation. Yeah. Um. And I that to the detriment of Ark. Um. He is not adapted whatsoever. He went from being a troublesome little kid in a town to going on these world travels, but and the world's all crappy. But he has not adapted right. in any of his perspective of the world while doing
1: that. Yeah, he's just a plucky RPG protagonist.
0: And so that was kind of a hint towards you need to understand what the world is you need to be something better or something more and i'm really hoping that it starts delving into some of that
2: yeah it gets especially like right at the end of towards the end of chapter three and chapter four it get pretty dark and heavy so look forward to it
0: yeah i'm i'm super excited to see where this game goes um and i i hope it hope it doesn't let me down no so All right, well, I think...
2: Oh, did we talk about next month's game, though?
0: Dude. (laughs) I think that's going to do it for this podcast. We're really happy you came along for this trip of 5-2. Of course, we're going to be back shortly with 5-3 to wrap up Terranigma. But excitingly, we have a game picked out for October, um, as Davey already alluded to. Um. We kind of try to do a Halloween theme, so we try to do something spooky or creepy, and we ended up not doing something spooky or creepy, but there's vampires in it, so I guess it counts.
2: Sure, there's yeah. lots of Halloween in it.
0: Yeah. So, and I know this was something that was asked for on the boards as well, so it kind of works out uh, serendipitously. Uh, but we are gonna do Castlevania Symphony tonight the Night
2: in October. Yeah, boy.
0: Woo-hoo! Which I, I think all of us are super excited about.
2: I'm gonna play it on an arcade stick for the first time and see how that goes.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna play it for the first time ever, so I'm gonna see how that goes.
2: I thought I thought you said you played it, just not like the whole thing.
0: No, no, no. So, um, I have played all of the GBA, DS, and 3DS. Or is there any 3DS? No, there's no 3DS. No. I've played everything beyond the DS of the Castlevania series. Okay, um, that was kind of my first. Circle of the Moon was the first time I ever played those games. Um, and I kind of. I, you guys are all unfortunately have to hear this again. I got kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is fine. Um, and then it was when I played uh, Shadow Complex that I fell in love with those types of games. And since then, yeah. I've played. went back and played, like, the Metroids. And I really, really deep dove into all the newer Castlevanias. Um, and everybody's always said, you have to go back and play this game. So I'm super excited to go back to it.
2: Yeah. yeah I've never no, game I, love, I love. I love freaking metroidvania games you say um, you
0: haven't played this before either Peter nope this going to be my first time nice
2: oh I had no idea
0: that's awesome yeah. good and uh, Peter and I will both be on it I believe Davey you're on it as well yes we'll see the triumphant return of Marcos and then we'll actually have somebody doing their
3: debu- debut onto the podcast so that'll be exciting as well
2: So. actually
3: is there is a Castlevania on 3DS. It's just bad.
2: It's,
3: um, yeah. Lord's spinoff. Oh, yeah, I don't count those. When I say I've played
0: everything that's new of Castlevania, I do not count yeah, the Lord I of Shadow do. games, so.
3: Nobody counts those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a and he's okay, I guess. So, yeah, get
0: excited for, uh, us to wrap up Terranigma and then, uh, hopefully you guys will continue on with us in October. Um, in the meantime, as you saw, we will read anything that comes through on the email and most of the stuff that comes on the board. So, uh, you can always send emails to retro at rpgfan.com uh, Make sure to jump on those boards, voice your thoughts. Apparently you don't even have to talk about the game we're playing anymore and we'll still read it, so just just say something. Um...
2: Yeah, email us about video games.
0: No, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I, I thought I was born in this country and I already had citizenship, but I'm super excited to get my second citizenship. Um... <laughs> uh, so absolutely, but yeah, yeah uh, it, it,
2: dual citizenship.
3: <laughs> Ooh, dual American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, all the freedoms. Is that like freedom quantified? It's freedom squared. I'll take mega-sized freedom, please.
3: <laughs>
2: I'd like freedom with fries. <laughs> um, but
0: yeah, so get on there, make your voice heard. Um. We'd really appreciate it if you guys jumped on iTunes or whatever uh, podcast device avenue that you guys are listening to. Get on there, write some sort of comment review. Really helps get the podcast out and to more eyes. Um, so we'd really appreciate that. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm uh, at JD Curry. Davey doesn't have I'm Twitter.
3: At, I'm, at, I'm at Fury. Yeah, he does.
2: I don't use it, though. It's hard and scary, Peter. <laughs> how, how do you tweet?
3: Twitter is a wonderful and beautiful thing that lets you communicate with the world and occasionally post stupid pictures. Yeah?
2: How how was
1: Twitter made?
0: By a bird. <laughs> what about you, Jesse? What Twitter do you have?
1: At uh, woo goes there. Woo is spelled W O O. And I'm kind of with Davey. I, I tweet sometimes, but. I feel okay. like it should have been whoop. There it is. I'm pretty sure I made that joke last week. <laughs> I, think, I think one of you did at least. I, think you did. Uh, I feel ha- like you did. Yeah, we can make it happen. I'll just, okay. I'll just tweet inane music lyrics. Oh, really? You'd be probably one of the most like followed. <laughs> Twitter's
0: that? Um, DJ. But yeah. You can always send me messages either about questions about the podcast. Like why isn't it up yet? Um, what are you guys going to play next or ask questions for the podcast there as well um but yeah that is going to do it for us here at retro encounter rpg fans number one game club podcast thanks guys
2: oh yeah